Oh, hi, Jim. Ashley, what's wrong with your voice? Nothing. Nothing at all. Then why do you sound like that? This week's episode is with the Cream City Cranks, baby. I just wanted to get in on some of that smooth, creamy action. Ashley, why don't you just go back to your normal voice? Um, are you sure? Actually, no. I like this better. <sighs> Damn it. Wisconsin. Yes. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Ashley. And this is Second Chance, a moped podcast. Hey, Ashley, how's this week going for you in mopeds? You know, not too bad. Um, like, haven't really done much. Bought that well, yellow mobile. We Moby. need to talk about something. We need to talk about <laughs> not using M12 washers for N12 bolt. That's a bad thing. If you keep it up, you're going to have a bad time, okay? I never said I was a mechanic. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Are you, are you like, channeling your inner cold trickle there? Am, am I your hairy, hairy hog? What? You've never seen Days of Thunder? I've never heard of Days of Thunder. What the hell is wrong with you, Ashley? <laughs> never in my life. God damn. God damn, uh, Ashley. I don't know how I feel about our friendship anymore if you've never <sighs> I'm Oh my gosh. I'm I'm quite um quite I, I just uh hmm. Oh, hold on, hold on. Pizza's at the door. Uh let me go get that real quick. Okay, but you know, no, no, no hair, no rotted burns. This week no. we have Nick. Nick, can you hear? Oh, it looks like you can't hear. Nick, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, do you have uh, TV or something on in the background, buddy? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for everyone? Um, I know you. You know you, but. Um, and everybody will know you because you'll have a photo. But yeah, introduce yourself and your moped club. I'm uh, Nick Collada. I'm from the Cream City Cranks, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right on, right um, on. Um, okay, the general format to Second Chance Moped Podcast is um, I kind of I think I laid it out to you. I've laid anyways. Um, we'll just run over it again. It's what happened i.e. the very first time you ever saw a moped, not necessarily ride it, but saw a moped, and then the very first time you rode a moped and, like, get, buying your first moped and that kind of whole adventure into mopedism. So do you remember the first time you saw a moped? Uh, kind of. Uh, I think it was... Uh... Uh, I think it was a urban ex no it was uh the NU50 nice. the shaft driven the shaft driven one uh, one of my fr friends had one and uh it was uh quite slow <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um was that the first moped you rode to yeah i i guess that'd be the first moped i rode but yeah <laughs> yeah definitely okay. First one, uh, first one, 
and I hated it, but it was better than walking. <laughs> How about the first time you got on a moped? Then, like that's the first noped, uh, and you figured, uh, you know, they're they're kind of cousins to a moped, won't you? Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the first time I got on an actual moped was uh, probably two years after I had bought my MB5. Okay. Um, So I had, I bought my MB5 first and uh, rode that for, fixed it and rode it for quite some time before the crank bearing seized and uh, went down a long road from there. (laughs) And uh, shortly after that, I bought a sax. Right on. Of course. Um, Spent a bunch of money, and uh, couldn't get the clutches to grab. And, no, were you? Uh, did you have help with your sacks, or was it you? Like, what? What year? Do you remember what year this was, or like, how are you finding out information about the sacks? Because, uh, so this is probably like twenty sixteen. Yeah, about yeah, probably about late 2015, 2016. Um, at the time, uh. Uh, I was still kind of fairly new to everything, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I was uh, around uh, the cranks a little bit. So I, uh, at the time when I had the sacks, uh, I was part of uh, the shop space we had. So I was paying rent and stuff and uh, I wasn't a member yet, but I was uh, participating. Yeah. Uh, essentially. But uh but really nobody helped me everybody told me that sax was the worst thing to get (laughs) (laughs) i i think it's if unless you have a print or like a hobbit or a derby everybody says every other moped's the worst thing you can get but sax is up there yeah yeah i definitely never Um, will get one again (laughs) (laughs) so you got that sax, you're sitting there tinkering on it, and everybody's kind of giving you a hard time about it. Did you ever really get it dialed in, or did you just kind of – what? how uh, did it progress from there? Cause, so it progressed from uh, me immediately buying a reed kit for it, um, a big carburetor, uh, an HPI, mm-hmm. and uh, top tank the bike. Yeah. And uh, you know, try to make it look cool, bunch of power, you know, <laughs> hopes and dreams. And, uh, it was a lot of, uh, none of that actually. <laughs> Cause I think, I think I had got the bike started maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. And the one time it started, the, uh, throttle cable was stuck and about, and it about took me into a wall cause we we're mm-hmm. inside this giant warehouse that our shop had. So mm-hmm. like there's a huge uh drywall wall that I almost went through <laughs> and uh and then uh after trying to start it again and again uh it was either timing issues but I was also real new to all that and here I'm trying to use an HPI mm-hmm. and uh long story short I put it on the shelf and finally got my MB5 going fully rebuilt and all that and enjoyed that a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when I picked up my next moped, uh, which was my Pook Magnum. Okay. I, 
found it on uh, Facebook Marketplace for 175 bucks. Nice. Let me let me pause you for a second, Nick. Yeah. Um, is the MB5 a moped? Uh, it's as slow because, as one. It's as slow as one, I tell you. <laughs> because I, I, I razz people, and it's all out of love, and it's all, it's all, you know, it's two wheels, dude. Yeah. Whatever you want, I, I, I don't uh, care what you ride. Like, if you're on two wheels and it's slow and dumb, like a moped, I'll, I'll like it probably. But like, I give people a hard time. Shifty fifties aren't no, aren't mopeds, but. Yeah, that's me. I definitely agree, but they're 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 definitely slow, like them. You know? <laughs> right. On. I just had to ask your opinion about that. I'm sorry for interrupting, man. No, no, they're shifty fifties are definitely uh, uh, slow and stylish riding instead of uh, <laughs> you know kind of pedaling around. You know, <laughs> that's an eloquent way of saying it. I have yet to hear that slow and stylish. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so you, you got you said you got your MB5 going again, um, and I'm guessing this is right around 2016. Uh, I try to keep was, a, I, I'm weird about timelines, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Like if you don't yeah. remember, that's cool. It was probably like 2017. Okay. Ish. 18. Yeah. Ish, you know, it's about uh, 2017. Okay. Um, and. Go ahead. No, sorry, sorry for interrupting. You keep on telling your story, and I'll interject every once in a while. Like, you got the MB5 going. You kind of failed with the sacks. So where are you at with? You got the. You said you got the Pook. Was it next or? Yep, yep. Uh, I bought the Pook Magnum. Found it on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, messaged the dude and told him uh, I'd be there at 7 a.m. in the morning to pick it up, and it was a three and a half hour drive. And I worked second shift and got off at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I tried lowballing him when I got there. And he tried telling me that uh, the side covers are going for 75 bucks on eBay. And the trunk is going for this much. And I just gave him his money and we left, you know. Right on. <laughs> it was a solid score. Um, and then I started down the E50 rabbit hole then. <laughs> I guess I guess that's what you could call it. Yeah. Um, I think they're and, all rabbit holes, aren't they, though? Like, whatever you get into, like, there's the variated rabbit hole, there's the E50, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it depends on how far you take it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a rabbit hole when you try to be, uh, when you're trying to get peak everything out of it all the time it's kind of a rabbit hole mm -hmm. because it's just never ending yeah. you're const constantly breaking something exactly exactly are you just um, trying to find that balance in everything to make it like i can say for my own for myself like i i just try to find the balance of absolute speed but not breaking anything and that's a rabbit hole yeah I mean, yeah that's uh that's kind of what I've been leaning towards lately is having one bike that's just, you know, or a bike or two that's just, you know, fully whatever breaks every time I take it out. <laughs> and then, but I definitely like the bikes that are just solid, reasonable bikes. You know, they can get out of their own way in traffic mm -hmm. uh, and move along, you know, mm -hmm. and don't require much maintenance. I think that's the dream. 
Um, so, <laughs> um, so we're, we're batting around 2017. You're hanging around the cranks. You're paying rent at their um, space they had. Like, um, what's your like at this point? What's your weekly moped life like? You you said you were working second shift. Um, what what was like in just a in your Midwest guy just like myself? What yep. um what's your what's your summers like in, in Milwaukee with mopeds in, in this era? Uh, I mean, so right before all that, before I got my Magnum, I I wasn't working second shift. I had a part time job, so like I was free almost every night. Um, but uh, the cranks had a meetup or used to do a meetup every Wednesday night. We'd meet up and ride. So every Wednesday night, we'd go meet up wherever we're meeting up, and uh, we'd meet up. Sometimes we'd never ride, but, you know, we, we'd at least meet up. Um, and then I just rode to and from work, basically, and around town um, and enjoyed myself. Didn't really do much other than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Um, and w- were you riding your MB5 a lot at this point, or were you riding the poop? Oh, uh no this was uh before i had the the magnum i'm sorry uh i basically rode my mb5 for it was like six months straight because my car was broke and i didn't have i wasn't making enough money at my part-time job uh, (laughs) imagine that to fully fix it all the way so uh i basically rode my mb5 for like a whole summer like i was doing an oil change like once a month because i was putting on (laughs) like a thousand miles or more and that was just and that was just like the stock top end you know so it was Mm -hmm. like stock ringing it out you know full throttle everywhere because Mm -hmm. it was just that slow uh but it was awesome because i could be flat out anywhere and nobody bad an eye until the one day i got pulled over on a road the speed limit was 40 and i was probably doing 45 yeah ish in, in, a, <laughs> in a bunch of cars and of course i'm the loudest thing out there with mm-hmm. just ringing through the gears and i get pulled over and i didn't have a motorcycle license so uh mm-hmm. the sheriff the state or the state patrol gave me a ticket um and then told me i could walk at home or wait for somebody to come pick me up and uh, i walked it about four blocks and then mm-hmm. drove it drove it the rest of the way home <laughs> do mb5s need to be titled as a motorcycle in wisconsin i know uh, it's a gray area in minnesota that's why i ask because i know some people who have shifties have them titled as mopeds and some yep. people have them titled as motorcycles so uh so basically it depends on the whoever first registered it if they registered okay. it as a but but if you try to, I think, get a title for one and do the whole bullshit you got to do for it, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it ends up being a motorcycle because it's okay. got uh, a clutch and gears. Okay. Right on. I was just wondering because you said you didn't have a motorcycle license. I'm like, ooh. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're, you're, riding the MB5, you're, you're riding the MB5 around a lot. Um, you're like you said and i love it when i hear high mileage people because i just myself personally i love to just i love to ride all the time um definitely yeah uh so and what 
you're I, I i'm trying to figure out how to word this correctly you're a really awesome and rad guy and like whenever i've seen you you're just smiling and joking cracking and laughing and like but you're synonymously known with ryan like as as the yeah. i mean the first time i met Definitely. you too, like do you two know each other at this point is what my question was oh yeah was, yeah me and ryan knew it have known each other since like middle school okay. so like so like we rode bmx bikes together for 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 countless years before okay. we even got into mopeds because he's the one that got me into mopeds because he bought an mb5 mm -hmm. a, a really clean crispy one that only had like five or six hundred miles on it and uh and then that was like dude i need a bike exactly like that mm -hmm. and uh that uh ended up with he was riding around on it and some russian dude flagged him down and said he had a bike like his at his house follow him and he followed him to his house and he had an mb5 and a jdm ns50 underneath nice. the tarp out back of his house and uh, me and Ryan got dropped off two weeks later with cash, picked them, <laughs> picked them both up and walked them like five miles back to Ryan's house <laughs> because we didn't know anybody with a vehicle to help carry them. And the dude offered to help us. And we were just like, no, oh, no, it's not far. It's fine. It's fine. Because like this dude, the, the dude was kind of weird. So we were just like trying to get out of there and, and we walked them. Uh, you didn't want them knowing where you guys lived, didn't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude, that makes me so happy. Like, that story, like, the little bit I know about you guys, that just makes perfect sense with you, too. You guys are rad as fuck. Um, yeah. So, okay, that, that kind of fills in a little bit for me. And if anybody who's listening to this doesn't know Nick or Ryan, like, they're pretty nice and outgoing guys. And the first, and not to talk about me, but the first time I met you guys, somebody said that's the Vape Twins. And that was at JTT last year. And I literally thought all weekend you guys were like brothers, like until somebody said, no, dude, they're just really good friends. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. Yeah. We um, also, we also don't vape anymore because, like, mm -hmm. uh, like my first rally was, uh, uh, was in George in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, break down and die. I think eight. Okay, yeah. what year is this? And I want to get to I want to get to your first, I want to get to your first um, uh, long ride, and then your first out of town rally. So what was like the first time you took a over a fifty mile ride in a day? But it sounds like you did that kind of right away because you were riding that MB five all over the place. Yeah, that I mean. 50 mile ride is like no problem for like mm -hmm. just a daily ride around town. Mm -hmm. Like, like easily no problem. Like me and Ryan would go out and ride for hours. Yeah. So like, so, you know, there wasn't really a, a barrier to like mileage or anything like distance, you know, it's just, ah, whatever, you know, we're, we're going for a ride. We're going to be gone, whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, We'll lead in a little quick what you kind of start with. What was your first out of town rally? Uh, that was, or what uh, was your first rally? Either or, uh, both are well, I guess my first rally was uh, the Cranks rally, which was I think in 2014, I think. 
2014 or 2015. I can't remember. That's okay. Um, but uh, that was my first actual rally. Um, and then my next one after that was uh, the Atlanta rally, um, the Breakdown and Die 8, um, which that was my first out-of-town rally, which was pretty okay. awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Who put that on that? Was that Swoops or? Uh, pretty sure that was the Swoops. Okay. Okay. Right on. Um, do you remember what year that one was? Yeah. Yeah. I no seven, worries. <laughs> seven. I think twenty seventeen, maybe. No worries, guy. Um, so you you've got you're starting to collect a little, a little hoard of bikes. I mean, nothing nothing too big at this point. You have what two no, or three. Um, so when does I've the got, addiction really kick in for mopeds? Like, is it there at so, that point, or is it just like? I, I mean, so 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 it's there. So uh, I have the MB5, the Sax, and the Book Magnum, and I and I had those three bikes for quite a while, mm -hmm. and then uh, we got kicked out of our shop space, Aww. and basically basically i had nowhere to go besides a storage unit and luckily i work for u-haul so i get a discount on <laughs> my storage unit so i moved into a storage unit moved everything in there and uh i ended up selling the engine off the sacks and kept the frame as a roller because yep. it was a, it was a top tank and it had snowflakes on it and i was like you know that's pretty cool mm -hmm. and uh i ended up buying uh, a Minarelli engine for it and uh, that sat for quite a long time. Uh, my MB5 was sat for quite a long time because I had my Magnum that I fully built up um, and had issues with that for for basically my whole first rally season. Uh, I knew nothing about anything I was doing. I just was like, you know, like, Jammer clutch, stiffest springs, you know. So mm -hmm. my first two, my first two or three rallies I, I went to, I burned through um, a set of clutch shoes because I had red springs in, and the clutch didn't engage until like forty or forty-five miles an hour. Yeah, and then it, rev that shit all home. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, and like if you didn't just hold on the gas, you literally went nowhere. Mm -hmm. And like I knew nothing, you know. So. Uh, I eventually started learning, uh, you know, like, uh, go, go lighter and go lighter and find a happy medium. And then I was breaking exhaust studs. Um, so like almost every rally I'd snap an exhaust stud. So I'd end up going back home on Sunday, Monday, doing nothing, Tuesday, doing nothing, Wednesday, Thursday, pulling my cylinder off, drilling out the stud uh re-tapping it putting in a new stud so thursday night we could leave to go to another rally mm -hmm. and like it was like that for like a month or so where it was just like constant fixing and breaking and fixing and breaking and just mm -hmm. pushing it to the very last minute to like we have to leave tomorrow morning like we have to leave <laughs> and it's like 7 a.m after working a 10-hour shift yeah and, that's get, a and they're just like I need to go to sleep so I can go to work tomorrow so we can drive 16 hours or 10 hours to wherever the hell we're going. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's a tough one. Working those ten-hour shifts and then trying to go home and work on mopeds and also ride mopeds. I totally hear you. I wanted to back up a little bit just so you know for the new mopeder. Did you figure out why you were breaking um, studs? Uh, so basically, I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure why, but I'm pretty sure it's because of the rear mount wasn't sitting properly. So we hacked off the original mount made a new mount mounted the pipe to it cut the pipe as, right after the header and made uh, my chamber a slip fit into the header and put some clutch springs on there so then the pipe is fully hung on to the rear of the bike mm -hmm. and the header the header is on the cylinder and it'll have flex so that it doesn't uh put any stress on the uh, header studs and I've yeah, never yeah. had a problem. I've never had a problem since. And which, which bike is this? Just so everybody's. This is on my poop Magnum. Okay. The bike is, the bike has a crank pipe on it now and it's mm -hmm. still set up exactly like that. It's got a slip fit header. So yep. the chamber slip fits in and I never have to pull my header off to, to slide my cylinder off. It's just like the intake. I leave it on. I undo my clutch springs and loosen up the rear bolts. Pull the cylinder right off. The pipe never comes off the bike. Awesome, awesome, which, awesome. Which is awesome. And it's quick and easy to, like, pull on and off if you need to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that, that's – that's the, the ingenuity you two come up with for bikes is just awesome to see. Um, Racer status. <laughs> um so you got this going you you went down to georgia or batting around we'll just say 2018 ish um what at what point do you go i mean for you georgia's far but like when's your first like what year did you guys go out to san francisco because i think i saw you post something today that, you, two, that, you guys went out to San Francisco. I'm like, well, let's, fuck it. let's talk about that too. Yep. So uh, that was, I think, 2018. Okay. Uh, we, uh, so m me, Ryan, and Jimmy, all from the Cranks, mm -hmm. Jimmy Juke, uh, we uh, actually all worked at the same job, at the same place, the same shift. So <laughs> um, it's kind of cool. Uh, uh, Jimmy got fired, Ryan got fired, and I was the only and I was the only person left working there out of us three. And uh, like two weeks later, they're like, "We're going to California. Are you coming?" And I was like, "I was like, I can't take off. Like, I don't have any vacation time. You know, like shit." And uh, Jimmy bought a van the day before we left. Uh, had an oil change and fresh tires put on it. Um, and Ryan and Jimmy picked me up at my house Tuesday night when I got off work and I called in sick for three days straight <laughs> and, uh, and had a one hell of a fucking time that, uh, I definitely do not regret. No, dude, no fucking way. No regrets on that shit, especially, yeah. I mean, like, it's hard not to say something when you get home, when you get back to work, whatever day you got back. Like, yeah, how are you feeling? I'm uh, okay. I'm sunburnt as shit. And I'm <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, but so it was over Memorial Day weekend 
Oh, so we, yeah, yeah. So we left Tuesday night, and I didn't have to be back till Tuesday the next week. So we had, I, we had a whole week. So we basically, me and Ryan drove Jimmy's van nonstop from Milwaukee to California. And uh, it was rough because we were doing yeah. like 10-hour shifts. Yeah. How far, but, you're along a hauler. Like you two like go long distance. How long can you go without stopping? Uh, like so hour base, wise, like you just like, dude, I need to get out. I need to stretch. I need to piss, blah, blah, blah. What's, you, so, what's a good comfortable number for you? So basically we got to a point of uh, about every 500 miles, mm-hmm. which is about four and a half or about six or seven hours. And wow, dude, that's long. Yes, yes, very long. And then at that point, you're like, all right. And we had a whole system down for when we stopped for gas. The uh, passenger went to the uh, fuel nozzle to put gas in, and everybody else went inside. So by the time they were done inside, the person you could watch the pump, and the person that started pumping could go inside and do their stuff. So we're minimal time at the gas station. Mm-hmm. And we stopped for breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, because when you're driving that far, it's necessary to uh, have uh, stable food that's not gas station food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one, though, thing, one thing people have to realize when it comes to long trips, it's, it's not your speed you're traveling on the road. It's your stops. That's where you make all your time up, like. And Nick, people, people can't see this. Nick is nodding his head let. But yeah, you're totally right about the stopping for good food. Gas station food fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's good for a little snack here and there. But like oh, yeah. when, you're, when you're going more than, you know, like 10 hours or so, when you're like driving multiple days, like it, it's necessary to eat. Like even though we're stopping at like Denny's and like just shitty diners, it was just. You know, Don't you like, talk shit about the Waffle House, Nick. <laughs> Don't you talk shit about the Waffle House. Oh, no. Oh, no. I ain't talking shit about them. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, well, fucking but, cut uh, you next time I but, see you. No. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, small diners are just, yeah. like, shitty food. You know, cheap, cheap food that was, like, made on a shitty griddle out back, even though <laughs> sometimes it was the best food you ate, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely hope to go back very soon. So, yeah, well, not this year, it looks like. Um, <laughs> so, you hit, you hit that 20, um, 2018. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, jump forward a little bit. Well, let me ask you about the rally that is always canceled. When was your, I know, right. <laughs> I know you guys have been involved in or a part of. When was the first time you hit the the JTT rally? Uh, so I've only actually done that, I believe, three times. Okay. Um, and uh, the first time I did it, I was supposed to take my MB5, mm-hmm. and. Uh, at the time, I was having a lot of clutch issues, and uh, like I'd put the clutch together, 
I'd put it all together. I'd fire up the bike, put it in gear, and it just went move. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I changed was I destroyed uh, my five-speed transmission. So I uh, found a Sear 80 um, from the 80s that has the six-speed transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, with the cases completely sealed, bought the whole engine, had it shipped to me, opened up the cases, transplanted it straight into my MB5, and that's the only thing I changed. And somehow it changed how many pads I needed in my clutch basket. So so the stock clutch stack was not enough, I guess. And uh, I ended up almost tripling the size uh, because I think think there's only like three – three disc and two friction plates and i've got like six disc i think and uh however many because the friction plates go every other one so that's like i think four or something like that yeah uh, for five but uh so yeah i basically once i found out i needed more i uh i stacked a bunch of them in there and it started working again but Just of stack course till it goes yep but of course, uh, I didn't make it. I didn't. That bike didn't make it for the rally, or for JTT, and I ended up riding Ryan's MB5, and that was the year me and Ryan rode from Milwaukee up to Green Bay, and then uh, Saturday morning you ride up to the tip, yeah. and Sunday you you ride back, and then Mon or Sunday night after. After you ride a hundred miles back, you ride back down to Milwaukee, which was uh-huh. like, which was like a hundred and thirty some miles. But uh, but luckily, so we, rad, dude. but luckily we ended up just uh, getting a ride back because because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a lot of fucking riding. Yeah, especially on MB fives. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're comfortable, but like when you ride it for 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 six hours straight. And then you have another three and a half, four hours to go in the dark. Like, it's kind of like, well, you're offering a ride. I'll take a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, dude, definitely. Um, So that was your first year on it. Uh, What else was I going to ask? How many times have you gotten up to um, Minneapolis to come ride? In the Um, the old Top Fest or the Braptails? So uh, I've only been up to Braptails because uh, Totfest, uh, there's two years in a row where I couldn't make it because of my shitty part-time job having to always work weekends. Yeah. So like there's uh, two of them that I definitely needed to or wanted to go to, but I couldn't get off work because I had to work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. But that's what I got. <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> but you know, those you gotta love those part-time jobs that they just oh we want to have you work twenty hours a week, but it's all gonna be on the weekend and we're not gonna give you any real money or benefits. No, no. I I was working. Uh, if we worked any more than forty hours in, in our two-week period, or no. It was 
40 hours a week, yes. So if we worked any more than 40 hours a week, we'd get penalized for the next week or for the next two weeks, and we could only work uh, 45 hours for your next check, basically. So um, it'd screw you over. But uh, I was one of the, uh, how do you put it, uh, more valued person. Yes. Um, so uh, I was working like 39 and three quarter hours <laughs> every week and was like told like, hey, you need to go clock out and leave like right now because, <laughs> because I can't afford to not have you next week. I can't afford you to have cut hours. But we can't afford to give you full-time status. So evil. <laughs> I'm sorry, my guy. Um, <laughs> I, hear <laughs> I mean it is like you know what i'm saying it's like seriously um yeah so we're like you're you're riding mopeds you're in the cranks you're yep. you i guess i guess i'm trying to say is what's what's mopeds like for you i got a few other questions other than this but like yeah. what are moped what's mopeding like for you today and like your average week like and i know this is well, such a fucked year for mopeders like it really well, is yeah 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 well uh uh this week for mopeds or i guess the past week and a half i should say um yeah. so a week and a half ago i picked up um i had definitely stolen tomos just because. <laughs> not even a question definitely <laughs> stolen <laughs> definitely stolen at one point because the whole thing is painted orange i think i Some, saw that dude you put that on instagram or something yes yeah, somehow they managed to get the front brake plate completely orange but not get any of the wheel dude that's that's a talent okay i don't give a fuck who uh, you are uh there's no orange paint on the whole pipe but the pipe wasn't taken off, which which blows my mind. They they definitely taped off the tail light because you do not get that clean of a line <laughs> around the tail light. <laughs> this makes me so fucking uh, happy. <laughs> Is it um, Chevy Orange, dude? Uh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It, it's got to be Chevy Orange. Uh, the engine orange yeah uh, everything's orange on this it's fucking beautiful the carburetor orange uh <laughs> you can you can tell there they were trying to start it for a while of, of how much gas had leaked out of the carb and onto the cases and destroyed all the orange paint that was on the cases which Aww. is which is saving me some time at the moment <laughs> <laughs> um so uh and they're selling it because uh, after they painted it, it wouldn't run no more. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> well, uh, this past weekend, I was waiting for uh, this person from Missouri to come buy my uh, Yamaha YSR80 that I right. had for sale. And uh, I decided to tinker with it. Well, the found out the bike doesn't have any spark. Uh, the coil had wires connecting itself to it but it had a bunch of brand new electrical tape on it and nice. all all the wires coming out of the stator were just all balled together and taped up so nothing no, was connected no, send it dude send it i mean <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, after hooking it up, I fired right up and uh, ran terribly because there's <laughs> paint in the car. But luckily, I had the the Delorto 14 PHVA on the shelf, so yeah. I swapped bodies and took out the jets and slapped it in there, and it runs all right at the moment. Yeah. Uh, that always but, makes um, you feel good when you buy a bike and you can kind of figure out what's wrong with it right away and you just happen to have the part on the shelf you can just bolt on and make it go like yeah. that, that always makes a guy feel good about the purchase especially after that yeah um, i thought i thought i was gonna have to buy a coil for it because i was like ah, oh, it doesn't have spark and i didn't really look too far into it and then like a couple of days later i started digging into it and i was like oh you dumb fuck why didn't you look at that earlier (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's last year i want to ask you how many rallies did you guys did you hit Uh, because you guys were everywhere i can at least we hit like it uh so the past two years we were at almost every single one yeah, or, or, or we're pretty close to it. We're we're doing everyone we could possibly. Uh, I shouldn't not afford. Because um, <laughs> what's money? I mean, what's money anyway? Well, like... uh, uh, it, it was it's basically uh, how much you could stand it. Like, are you able to drive again for another ten hours? You That's know, what like, amazed like me, dude. in a couple of days, like. All right, in four days, we're leaving again because right before we went to California, uh, me and Ryan both went to Richmond, Virginia, like two weeks before that. Jesus and, dro- and we drove all the way there and drove all the way back, just me and him. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, that, was, that was another awesome trip. Yeah. You know? Those guys are rattled. Like my experiences with the Richmond crew – really nice mm-hmm. and really welcoming and really just awesome people so like yeah that's totally, and like i'd like to get out to the west coast or moped because again as i always tell people like mopeders are cool like i haven't met jerks really like just no nope. you know reach out be nice smile crack a joke and everybody's cool um so how many i don't want to talk about florida yet um how many <laughs> How, so did you what was your of 2019 what was the mm-hmm. last rally you hit uh, uh that'd be new orleans that's okay. uh the last that's basically the last rally we hit almost every year because uh we've got alex and des that live down in new orleans so mm-hmm. it's kind of uh we have a place to stay and uh and very welcoming as well so uh you know it's always nice to go go down there and uh see some of your fellow members as well yeah yeah. um i think des was up at jtt this past year wasn't he yes he was yeah okay i was gonna me and faces and names are terrible but like i thought that really nice guy super rad i didn't get to talk to alex too much um so how do you feel about being at the only rally this year Florida. How was that? It shocked <laughs> me that I saw you and Ryan there because, like, Grant, we don't uh, know each other that well, but it was great to see just some familiar faces. Uh, well, uh, we had planned on it, uh, like, 
back in like December, like, hey, we should hit this up. Like, we we should get our mini bikes going. Yep. And take our mini bikes. So so me and him both, you know, same engine, same kit. You know, basically did the same exact thing. The only difference is 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 he has a slightly bigger pipe than I do. What bikes um, are you guys refer? You, I've seen them, but just for the the people who don't follow you and Ryan, finally got uh, it on Instagram. Like <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's catching up to 2017. <laughs> um, Ryan, I love you, dude. You're fucking rad. You're the nicest guy ever. Like I'm just. Busting chops a bit. You can give me shit about anything else you want. But um, what what mini? Because they look rad and fun and a little sketchy. But um, what were they? Or what are so, they? They still exist. So uh, Ryan's got uh, a Kit Kat, which is uh, a mini moped with that the handlebars fold down. Um, it's got I think like five inch wheels on it the thing looks like a goddamn razor with a motor with a moped motor on it i'm not gonna... um, <laughs> it was styled after a boat from the 60s so it's got like a boat nose to it yes. um and uh um you know the little thing uh, has no suspension on it no. uh, and uh and i I think he GPSed it the other day at like 39 or something Jesus like that. Christ, dude. Like you guys are um, fucking. Yeah. Yep. Terrifying. And yeah. uh, I have a, a Gloria Kid folding bike. So it's, uh, they both have a Marini uh, engine on them. Uh, mine, the uh, handlebars stay in their position, but mm-hmm. right behind the gas tank. There's one giant uh, M10 Allen that you unscrew and the frame has a giant hinge on it and it folds in half and it really doesn't make it any smaller. It kind of makes it more bulk. (laughs) It makes it more bulkier than anything. I didn't want to say anything because I think I've seen a picture or two that I think pulled it up. I'm like, I don't think you gained anything there, man. I really don't. But like, okay. you still no, can no. say you ride a folding mini, but like moped, so like rock and roll, dude. I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 when I picked that bike up, um, yeah, where'd you guys find those? Like, uh, so uh, Ryan found his uh from our uh, from Turbo. Uh, okay, he's a member of the Lost Baronoffs down in Chicago, and uh, we were at the rally. And Ryan was like, dude, check that thing out. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty rad. He was like, I kind of want it. And then Turbo came walking up and we we're talking about it. And Turbo's like, yeah, that's, that's mine. And him and Ryan struck a deal and, uh, nice. Ryan was, and Ryan was taking it or riding it like 10 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then mine, I was scrolling the Facebook marketplace, like always, yeah. and it it popped up on uh, on my thing, like uh, about a mile from my house. Uh, the dude wanted 450 bucks. I messaged him. I was like, I'll give you 150 He said, come get it. Wow. That's awesome. And I was like, I was like sweet. So, so here it's a mini bike. It says it folds. 
me, I took a pair of vice grips because I didn't know what I would need to hold it or to, <laughs> fit, or to fit it into my BMW that yeah. I owned at the time. Uh, Four-door sedan BMW. Yeah, yeah. So I roll up to this guy's house. I go and I check it out. You know, I like, yeah, it spins over. I look in the gas tank. Like, that's ah, it's got a little bit of surface rust. He said it ran last year. Of course uh, it did. <laughs> uh, the, the tank is bone dry and the guy said he only used it when he would go camping and he did mm -hmm. have a camper he did have a camper in his driveway so 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 it was uh plausible that he did do that that's pretty legit dude because you see you hear that a lot with like trail 80s and stuff like that like mm -hmm. everybody's like oh we just threw it on the back of the motorhome in the 70s and it's been sitting in the back corner and now they want fifteen hundred dollars for it but whatever <laughs> um, yeah. yeah and uh you know like the paint was like pretty rough on it but like as like 150 bucks you know it's a fucking score yeah. and i walk up and like i asked the dude like uh like oh, i see it's a badass Allen. I was like, you got an Allen wrench, you know? And he's like, uh, nope. <laughs> like, all right, I got something in the car and I wheel it over to the car and I look at it and I was just like, Oh, I can just shove that right in the back seat yeah, and, nice. and close door. And the dude looked at me with the most confused look and I got in the car <laughs> and drove away. <laughs> okay, like, and I was just like, awesome. But uh, I, was, I was looking forward to seeing those in Florida, but they didn't make it down. Why don't you tell us about so, that? Tell us about the last moped rally you were at this year. The only moped rally so, you were at. So, uh, so me and Ryan had planned to take mini bikes down. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we went down to New Orleans last year with a uh, turbo. We carpooled with them. Yep. And, uh, he ended up winning the raffle bike down there, which nice. was, uh, I forgot the hell it was. Um, I got a poster of it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a mini bike. It had 10 inch wheels on it and uh, he won it. And right before, because they also had a roller frame with it that was going to be raffled off with it and, and that had 10 inch mags and the 10 inch mags fit onto my mini bike and my mini bike that I had have only has nine inch wheels originally, mm -hmm. which you can't get tires for. No. Um, so I ended up buying the mags before they raffled off the bike <laughs> off of the roller frame. So the roller frame was just a frame then. Um, but whatever it was extra parts you know yeah um so i got mags for my mini bike turbo won that mini bike and then on the way back we're like hey we should go to florida together and then we should all take mini bikes because we'd be able to fit them all in the car yeah and it'd be and it'd be reasonable you know and then uh so as winter came me and ryan bought the same exact kit same reads uh ported it very very identical you know like everything to the spec the same but pie card ignitions you know 12 volt uh lighting coils and we get them all together 
and they both run like absolute shit. Uh, Ryan is like just figuring his or just finished figuring his out um, and getting it to run happily, I guess. Um, and uh, and I I just stopped tinkering with it because it pissed me off to a point where I uh, it needs to relax. And uh, about about a month ago. Um, I actually went and got it out of Ryan's basement because it was sitting in his basement for probably two months, just basically getting in his way. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I was just like, yo, I should probably come grab that. I forgot I had that over there. You know, I got three bikes <laughs> in my, I got three bikes in my basement. I got one in my back hall. I had my mini bike at his house and I've got eight bikes at my storage unit. Yeah. Your and, storage unit's pretty <laughs> off the chain. I love it, dude. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I got all this shit everywhere. <laughs> um, but I'm slowly thinning thinning the herd ish ish. It's heavy on the ish because you will do like every other goddamn mopeder and be just right before you go to sleep scan scanning the Facebook marketplace. <laughs> Fuck that looks like a deal. I gotta get it. I mean that, ha- that happened to me right before the riots, dude. Like I fucking, yeah, like, I I want to get into my fucking addiction with the mopeds, but. I I had bought a TX-50, a Tomos TX-50 about four or five months ago from this landlord that his tenants left it behind, bought it for a hundred bucks, made a hundred and fifty off of it and sold it to this kid. And he ended up uh, putting a kid on it and, uh a kit and something else and now he's trying to make like 150 or 200 <laughs> on it but like he, he he's not even i think he's asking like 450 or something like that so it's mm-hmm. not even 500 bucks for for a tx50 which is pretty decent you know yeah and like and like do you need runs, a title you know? do you need to put license tabs on mopeds in wisconsin i always forget that rule yeah yeah you need to do that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) or you just switch the license plate on the one license plate you got on everything well so so with my magnum i uh i got a title through ohio Mm -hmm. um and like literally i got the title and the tag expired in december and i got the uh thing in like august is like a stupid short period because i yeah. think they do like yearly or something there yeah minnesota does yearly so um so i put the license plate on my bike and i rode like that until i got pulled over on it <laughs> <laughs> and uh and when i got pulled over the tag was uh two years old expired yeah <laughs> Not registered in my name. Registered Ooh, that's... in re- re- registered in the person that uh, I had registered for me. Uh, mm-hmm. No insurance. Ooh, um, Minnesota. That's a big no-no. Um, and and I had about twelve police cars behind me by the Ooh. time I stopped. I'm sorry, my guy. <laughs> uh, so. 
I was just basically ripping down this street and uh, it's a 40 mile an hour street and I was ripping wide open, you know, and uh, just cruising with cars, you know, and uh, apparently this cop was following me for like a mile with his lights and sirens on and yeah. I was just hitting, hitting every green light, you know, just oh, getting it. Everything's going and, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking catching all the green lights. This is awesome. <laughs> You had the uh, full tuck at this point too. Oh yeah, I was I was full <laughs> tuck. I was full tuck for a while. Yeah, yeah. For for like I was hitting green lights for probably three miles. So you know nice. I was yeah. I was I, I I was on it. Um and I was coming up to where I'm getting ready to make my turn off and uh like a turn lane starts. So you know, right as the turn turn lane starts, I come up from full tuck. And like kind of stretch out, you know, and I like take a look over, I take a look over my shoulder and there's a, <laughs> there's a cop right there. I was like, oh shit. So I, so I immediately pull over and jam on the brakes thinking he's trying to get, to, trying to get around because he's almost like in the next lane. Yeah. And he pull, and he pulls up behind me and I was like, ah, oh, shit. So I like kill the bike. The cop comes out. He's like screaming at me. I'm trying to get my helmet off so I can like talk to him. Mm -hmm. And by the time, by the time I get my helmet off, like we're like stopped on like a slight hill mm -hmm. and it like goes down into a valley and then up over a freeway. And like, as I take my helmet off, I look back and I see a line of oh, police Jesus cars Christ. just coming. And like, literally there was tw like 12 of them. There's like nine of Fucking the city God. police and two state patrol officers. And like they all come walking up around the first squad car and they see me standing next to my moped and they all just kind of look at the officer that pulled me over is like shaking his, they, they all kind of chuckle and walk back yeah. to, to the cars yeah. and basically, basically leave. And uh, the officer tried giving me a ticket for a failure to yield to an emergency vehicle. Um, after he said he was giving me an eluding ticket, he was like, yeah. he, he goes, I'm giving, he goes, I'm giving you an eluding ticket cause you didn't stop. And I argued with him about how I couldn't hear him. I'm on a bike that is loud. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I, like, I'm sorry. I like, I didn't hear you. I didn't see you. Like, I don't have mirrors on the bike. I'm sorry. And he is like, does this plate even match the bike? I was like, I was like, yes, sir, it does. It actually. So, yeah. he, so, so he runs the plate after trying to read it because it's been mangled up at the rear tire five or seven times. So you know, it's, <laughs> it's a little bent and out of shape. It's a moped um, plate. Lucky it still and, has it. And, and then he goes, does this thing have a VIN? It's like, yep, it's right here. I show him the VIN plate that's barely on there still. Yeah. Um, and he, he goes, are you sure? There's only like six or seven numbers here. I was like, yes, sir, that's it. I was like, and I told him exactly who the bike should be registered to, the city they live in, explain mm -hmm. the whole situation. I explained it as, they left the bike here and I'm working on it for them and I'm just riding it around. That's yeah. why I don't have, that's why I don't have insurance on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically the cop gave me a ticket for failure to yield. And, uh, 
told me to walk home and oh. towed them open. And you didn't and, get uh, the no insurance? You didn't? They didn't hit you with no insurance? Uh, well, they also gave me a no insurance ticket, but uh, uh, I basically beat all the tickets. I had to pay court fees, which was like 50 bucks. I um, dude, so lucky. But I did have to go to court yeah. three times, three times, because uh, the first time they, I had to plead my not guilty charge, and then I had to go back again, and then I had to talk to the district attorney, which he basically I was like, well, the officer hasn't done his report yet, so you can come back when he does his report, and this is like three months after I had gotten pulled over. What the fuck, and he, dude? Yeah. And he, he hadn't done his report yet. So I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And I had to go back again, and they just dropped everything. But I had to pay the 180-something for the towing bad, fee, the towing and impound fee. And uh, I didn't even have to have the title in my name or have the title to get the bike out. Oh, dude, you got away. You got so lucky on that whole because. Deal. Because I like walked in to the tow place, like, cause like I was like, yo, so if I have uh, the person that owns the bike send over a notarized letter of them giving me permission to get the bike out, and I have proof of insurance to show show you, will you let me take the bike out? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, as long as you have proof of insurance in your name, you can get it out right now. <laughs> Ryan's like, sure, let me make a call. I was like okay, I'll be back in 10 minutes. I went home and got my skateboard, rode my skateboard back, showed him my proof of insurance that I just purchased and yeah, yeah, yeah. rode my, and rode my moped out of there. Nice, Nick. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, I got myself, I got nailed with no insurance, uh, two years ago and I had to pay a $350 fine and yeah, it was a no priors no furthers basically as long as i didn't do it for a year it wouldn't go on my record because in minnesota if you get popped with uh, no insurance on a moped or a car or anything you lose your license for six months yeah 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 so yeah yeah, dude like i still agree it was 350 bucks and that's nothing to scoff at but i got to keep my license and i got to keep on my company's insurance that was a big deal yeah yeah well, now my Magnum has uh, insurance on it uh, all year round, even yeah. though I actually, I, I rode it about two weeks ago and mm-hmm. I got a flat tire just going oh. around the block. So, uh, but I also have a, a tire, a stock tire on it because I switched out to the double wide rim for the rear or the wider rim, the wider pook rim. So it had a stock tire on it and I was just riding it like that so right on right on. oh well um you know just to circle back a little bit how so we we were talking about florida we were talking about you yeah. guys taking the mini bikes they uh, yeah, weren't yeah. They, they weren't no dude no worries they weren't running that well so you guys decided to just jump in all, all you ryan and turbo you met up with turbo in chicago didn't you yeah how did that because so, i remember you kind of tell me a little bit down there so, uh, so instead of taking mini bikes, because they were talking about they're doing racing and they're going to have like a uh, circle track or something, basically they're saying they're going to do racing. 
and uh so we were like well fuck we don't want to bring our mini bikes and be slow so we we're like yeah. let's bring let's bring fast bikes and be ripping uh, <laughs> rip that then, shit and then that went from well it was just going to be me and ryan driving down to well now it's going to be me ryan and turbo and then it was me ryan turbo and jerry and then us renting a trailer to put all of our bikes in so we could comfortably be in the car. Mm-hmm. Also, Ryan and Turbo were picking up uh, Dubois's down in Florida. So we needed room for two more bikes. And I was bringing a bike down to Florida to sell. So we needed room for all of this shit. <laughs> and we ended up... Uh, uh, just driving me and Ryan drove down to Chicago and mm-hmm. met up with turbo loaded up with turbo went and met up with uh, Jerry picked up Jerry and got on the road. And uh, once we got to Florida turbo and Ryan still had another six hours or so yeah, they from went down Tampa. To the Keys, didn't they or something or they had to go down to Fort Lauderdale. Okay. which is on the other side of the state down on mm-hmm. the peninsula and uh and it was shitty and fucking raining really badly so they had like terrible weather to drive through as well yeah and they didn't get back or they didn't actually get to tampa till like 3 a.m but but we were there at like three or four in the afternoon and they just mm-hmm. basically unloaded the car and got back in and left oh yeah <laughs> so um so how was your tampa rally for you uh tampa was pretty good um i mean i had a blast until i broke my bike yeah you know but uh as a- uh, i as i heard uh it shot some wicked sparks out from underneath it yeah it did i was right behind that <laughs> shit all of a sudden i saw nick going slow down ah! <laughs> yeah yeah uh so basically my chain snapped i can't remember if uh that if that was the bike that had two master links in the chain because i cut it one link too short when i first (laughs) put it on and i just put two master links in it like a retard um but you know it's what i had so that's what i did because it's just mopeds man because i take master links out with an angle or uh chain links out with an angle grinder so there's no (laughs) There's no putting it back unless you have extra chain and a master link. Yeah. Um, But that was the end of the ride anyways, dude. So, like, you you had a half a mile to go with that. It was the end of the ride. It was Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So, like, basically, the weekend was over with, technically, for me. It's just, you know, the Sunday morning stuff, you know, it's kind of a bummer not having a bike or something to ride um, to get around, you know, instead of having, like, you know, getting in the car, taking the car, because you're about to be in the car for, I think it was like 20, 18 or something hours. Yeah. Drive, drive back, you know, and... And then not only was it, it was like 16 or 17 hours back to Chicago. And as soon as we got to Chicago, uh, we, uh, me and Ryan were driving uh, a 
a vehicle that had no brakes uh, back up to Milwaukee for one of our members because he bought yeah. it and it had no brakes and it was terrible. Oh, no good. Um, yeah, I just asked. I just asked about the rally because it's like it's the only one. I was so optimistic up until about three weeks ago that there's going to still be rallies happening. Now I've kind of conceded the fact nothing's happening. It's all over. 2020 is in the garbage can. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're really hoping for our rally this year, but, uh, we all were dude. Uh, but you know, shit happens. Yeah. We're, we're, we're thinking maybe doing it later in the year, but there's already so many rallies that were planned or are planned and yeah. people trying to reschedule. It's just easier just to make it for next year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, start fresh. Give us uh, more time to finish working on the raffle bike. <laughs> <laughs> are raffle bikes ever really done? Are they? <laughs> I mean... I mean, we at least started and have it, have it, you know, to uh, ex- <laughs> <laughs> maybe w- one third of the way. Yeah. But like, you have no we, deadline now, so there's no fucking pressure. Yeah, there's no pressure. I mean, we have everything for it. We we have everything mounted. Basically, how we're gonna have it. It's just. We have, uh, we have to, what do we got to do? Tires, uh, paint it, rebuild the engine. Of course, do you guys it's a have Hobbit. tires? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's a Hobbit engine, so, you know, mm-hmm. it'll take 20 minutes to, to put together. And, yeah. and, and, and it'll have a race crank in it, so, you know, it'll be even easier. Plop the bearings on, yeah. bam, bam. Um, Real quick, nothing really to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like some people are starting to plan like just moped trips for the summer. Like I've got one. I'm probably gonna be doing over the fourth. Um, I'm gonna probably cruise out to Maryland, maybe down to Virginia. Um, do you have any like moped plans this summer at all, or is it just hanging in Milwaukee uh, or? Uh, I mean, at the moment, uh, I've got plans for uh, a fall JTT, but that's just like a like a mm-hmm. day trip thing, you know. Just uh, probably five or six of us uh, go up to Green Bay and have a yeah. day ride, basically. You know, nothing big, just something small, fun to do, and uh, the leaves and everything are definitely nice up there because it's a beautiful time of year. Oh yeah, when it, definitely. When it's the fall up there, so it's always a nice ride. Other than that, we, me and Ryan, are really hoping for San Francisco still to have their rally. Yeah. Because they're doing a, a camping rally. Oh. Um, so uh, we're really hoping for that, but other than that, we really don't have much planned, you know. Well, I don't really have much planned. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on, my guy. Well, if you ever got the itch and you want to come ride in a different area, you always got a place to stay in St. Paul. Um, so, oh, yeah. yeah. So I think we'll get wrapping this up. Um, anything you want to shout out? Any uh, Instagram or any good stuff like that? Uh, 
I mean, my Instagram is my name, so. Yep. Uh, not, I'll um, I'll post the link. Where, <laughs> <laughs> both both my pages follow you, so I'll post a link for everyone. Um, if you don't cool. follow Nick, uh, it's it's a fun follow. Nick's a pretty funny and carefree guy. Um, I want to thank you very. I want to thank you very much for coming on Second Chance, a moped podcast. Um, yeah, dude. Thanks. And yeah, I did definitely. Thanks for having me. It was great. Yeah, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Oh, hey guys, I'm back. Uh, it turns out the pizza guy was Canadian, and I had to call Rebel Moby to see how you convert hockey sticks and maple syrup into real money. Well. Nick talked about how he uh, got pulled over by 12 cops on a moped. Other than that, um, mopeds are dumb. Mopeds are dumb. Uh-huh.